I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't turn on the football. It's so goddamn hard if I hold on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stag Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaire. Yo, 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 Let's effing go, 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 go. Because four weeks from this Thursday, we will be watching NFL football. And in between that time, we will be drafting, mock drafting. Shot calling and best balling. So, Sir Scott Stack Simpson, let me feel some real, real quick from you, homeboy. Dude, I'm I'm soaring sky high, just like you said. We're on the precipice of non-stop football action for the next five months. Uh, even preseason. I'm going to watch preseason. I don't give a shit about preseason normally. I mock preseason. I go, blah, 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 preseason. This year, nuh-uh. I watched, I watched some of the Hall of Fame game. Shout out Eli Manning. Not really. Uh, I watched uh, everything I can get my hands on this year. Uh, and I can't wait for football to be back. Uh, did you see any of the game? Did you see any uh, of uh, of Chase Claypool making a diving catch where he hurts his shoulder? I saw that. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, did great- see that. Why is he in there still? What's going on? Uh, what? He wasn't injured though, right? No, I know. He just looked like he. I mean, I just anybody who I love who goes down hard on a play, I just get, he got you know, he had to get out of the game. You know what's interesting about that catch too? Um, because I was watching that game on and off, but I saw that play. It, it's so funny how the adrenaline makes these guys just invincible, and then as soon as he was like called down he's just falls back down but he was ready to run into the end zone like he got up and was running and then it was dead and then he's just like oh oh i have i i i guess he got the wind knocked out of him i don't know i was i was scared when it happened but um yeah he he looks like the elite wide receiver on that team that's for sure Oh, man. And guess what, guys? I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but he may or may not be heavily featured in wide receiver two theory this year. I- I'm just saying I'm just putting it out there. Um, but you know who actually did get hurt uh, in practice? Uh, you know, not Chase Claypool. Justin Jefferson got a little AC sprain in, in the shoulder going down hard. He did get hurt. Uh, they I, don't like no, I don't like that. I don't like that. Like that either. That's some bad juju right there, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So who got this? Is you said Justin Jefferson got yeah. an AC sprain? Yeah, oh, two to man. three weeks. He's down. He's down. He's not out, but he's down. You know, uh, and I don't want my guy to be down. That's not good. You know, I want him to be there. Yeah. So. See, I've had an AC sprain. Mm. Ooh, it's it's taken it's taken two and a half. No, oh, no, wait. It was right after my son was born. It was about four years. It's taken for teal <laughs> like they're not good like they it sounds like oh you know ac shoulder sprain like you know that's a ligament that's a ligament now they're in the nfl he'll he'll be fine he'll he'll be it 
it's not going to prevent him from being able to play, but that sucks. That, that sucks. sucks. It's not, it's not a good injury. Having had one, not good. No, you don't want that. You don't want that for somebody who you might take in the second round, mid second round to, to the end of the second round. Definitely somebody who I'm considering as a, uh, you know, a top seven wide receiver this year. So uh, it, it does, uh, he might be number six for me. I'm not sure, but uh, it, it, it does knock him down the rankings a little bit. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, speaking of rankings, uh, somebody, uh, our boy Saquon Barkley has been just dropping like a stone to the point where this week I saw him, or maybe and last week I saw him going uh, in the second round, the 13th pick, 14th pick in the second round. Um, 14th or 13th overall sorry not in the second round it's only 12 rounds in, in most best ball drafts but you passed on Saquon news came out today that he is off the pup list he's gonna go he's gonna get started uh not that waiting until week three that was kind of prognosticated about there what do you think about the Saquon dip did you buy any are you hoping to get some still or as it goes back up what's going on I gotta say it really is interesting how playing fantasy football just reminds me of the stock market because there's just sentiment that comes along with players like their stocks and for me i've been pretty adamant that um uh an acl tear is not a big deal in 2021 it really it's the the, the technology has just it's just evolved to the place where this is not some type of injury that is going to derail someone's career or make it so that they have walking problems, anything like that. When they retire, they, they can fix ACLs now in such a cool, um, efficient way. And I've been banging the drum that Saquon is going to be ready for 2021. I've been sitting here, you know, uh, on this show some and with anyone who wants to argue with me saquon is the the number two for me okay mm. i don't know why but uh i i have been i have been affected i've been affected by this roller coaster of news uh to the point where uh, i missed that dip um i wish i had bought the dip i, I could have got him at uh you know in a 12 Man, basketball league, I could have got him at the 12th or 13th pick being, you know, drafting at 12. And I didn't. Um, first time I've ever passed on Saquon in a, a best ball draft. So um, I have to just be honest that this this roller coaster has affected me. I'm still um You're reeling. Yeah, I'm recovering from all of this because when it can't when they I I I sort of thought that they were being kind of weird and and saquon was gonna pull off his suit and and suit up week one which now it looks like he is gonna do that but um just last week when they were putting out that in, in, intel that he he might not be ready till week three it just finally got me um and it it, it just made me a little you know hesitant um in where I'm, I, I'm valuing him because, um, you know, your first round pick, it, it's so crucial. So, um, I think I'll recover, but that's my honest position. I I've been affected by this roller coaster Saquon ride. Mm, I, I gotta tell you, I've not been because, uh, I've been fading Saquon, uh, and probably to my own detriment, uh, this whole season, I don't think I have many Saquon 
shares. Sorry, Steffi Smalls. Sorry, uh, you know, uh, snacks. Uh, but I will not apologize to Giants Kingdom next because what I'm going to say is the truth. Uh, I do not, this is transitioning a little bit, but we're sticking with the Hall of Fame game this weekend. Uh, we saw Peyton Manning get introduced, inter, sorry, introduced, inducted uh, into the Hall of Fame. It was beautiful. He had a funny speech. He made fun of Ray Lewis. It was hilarious. He said, this year, we only have six minutes to deliver our speeches because other uh, you know, past inductees have gone on and on and on and rambled. He goes, as a matter of fact, Ray Lewis, who's here today, thank you, Ray, uh, just finishes finished up his speech from 2018 just now. So, like, he was just throwing, like, jokes around, and he was making fun of his brother. And I, I, I love him. Uh, he was awesome. And, and speaking of making fun of his brother, uh, Eli Manning is now uh, being put out there by, by people who want to uh, cause controversy uh, as a Hall of Fame first ballot lock. Like, I already know he's getting in. It's not something like... I know he is. His name is Manning. He has two Super Bowl MVPs, and he was in New York. I get it, right? It, it, fame has a, a stretch there. The Hall of, you know, it's not the Hall of Greats anymore. It's just the Hall of, like, this guy's famous, you know? Uh, and, uh, but I will say this. I will say, uh, I'm I'm willing to accept that he gets in, but not first ballot. That dude's not a, if you think it's a first ballot Hall of Famer, then throw all the other first ballot Hall of Famers off the cliff. They don't matter. It doesn't matter when you get in. You get in first year, second year, third year. Uh, that guy is not a first ballot anything. No one ever voted for him first. Not for MVP, not for best in his elementary school tiddlywinks competition. That dude has gotten no first place votes. Ever. Second in swim team, third in go-karts. Dude is not number one, and we know it. So it's interesting. We said we wanted to discuss this on the show because we started to talk about it. And uh, I said, let's save it. Let's do it. Let's do it live. Let's do it on air. Um, my, my position on Eli is I am very much uh, on the fence. I, I, I've been dragged onto the fence by some of his stats. Uh I, I was in the he I was in the he's not a Hall of Famer camp. Mm -hmm. So um I, I think he's he's you know he's close, uh not there now. Um uh a gentle breeze can kind of sway me in either direction with well, well, what, with the what argument. If, what if I told you and he has one he, he has been on the winning side against some really good quarterbacks, his team has beaten Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau, has beaten Brett Favre in Lambeau. Um, and that's great, you know, uh, good for him. He's beaten Tom Brady. His team's beaten him twice in the Super Bowl. But did you know that he's never won a playoff game uh, where, where the other team uh, has scored less than 20 points So if or more than 20 points? So every single game that he has won a playoff game, the other team has scored less than 20 points. Every game. Let, 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 let me, let me, let that's me advocate. Let me let me advocate for for uh, the younger brother Eli Manning. So, is Aaron Rodgers a, a Hall of Famer right now? If he retires, yes, of course. Okay, Eli Manning has more passing yards than him. Yeah, but it's not about that. It's who's about this thing about accumulation of yards as well. Is that if you play long enough, Frank Gore, you get a million yards. That's how it works. If you can play the longest, you get the most yards. Doesn't mean you're great all those years. Frank Gore's been playing for the last right, like years. like John Elway, like John Elway. I'm not saying John Elway. That dude went to three super four Super Bowls, right? And he won two of them. So okay. he got two Super Bowls at the end. That's two not Super Bowls tied with Eli. 
Yeah, but Eli he, has more, Eli has more passing yards than John Elway. In four of them, he was in yeah. four Super Bowls. I mean, he led his team to four Super Bowls, which it, it's not a, a one-off or a two-off. It's four times you've done that. That's that's quads. So I'm going to give him that. But I'll say this about John Elway. He's uh, definitely a better quarterback than Eli Manning, but I'm just giving you stats. Yeah, he's definitely a quarter, better quarterback. But let me ask you a question. What about the eye test? When you watched Eli Manning in your life. That's what I agree with you. I don't get it. I didn't know he was this good. You ever say, I didn't know his stats were this good. That's a Hall of Fame right there. Do you ever say that? I, you I, never once. Not one I, time. But, uh, listen, I, I, that's where we're 100% agreement. No one ever he he doesn't look like a Hall of Famer to me, no. but um, all right. Is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? Probably not, unfortunately. I don't yeah. think he, yeah, probably not. Okay. Well, he, ha he has more passing yards than, than yeah. John Elway. That's okay. That's okay. It's not all about one stat gets you in or one stat doesn't get you in. It's, it's for me, an amalgamation of an experience. And so what people are doing in this experience is they're l laying heavy wood on those two Super Bowl MVPs and beating Tom Brady because of just what the milieu of it is, which I understand that. I get it. But if you are amazing in two playoff runs and then the rest of your career, you're mediocre. To me, that's not Hall of Fame. That's just amazing, incredible performances when, when you came down to, to a couple of games. And here's the thing, too. He did play well in the Super Bowl. He didn't play poorly, right? But it wasn't like his team uh, was crushing the Patriots. He didn't blow anybody out. He, you have to assign an MVP in those games. And those low-scoring games, of course, the quarterbacks are going to have more yards and more things. Unless you have Julian Edelman just going for, like, 12 catches and 120 yards, whatever it is, you're not going to get the MVP. The quarterback's going to get the MVP. It's the most likely person to get it. So it's not like saying, oh, man, he, he was by far the best player on that field. Everybody knew it. You know who the best player on the field was for one of those games? David freaking Tyree, who caught a football on his helmet. Give that See, guy MVP. That's another reason why it's, it's, it's the eye test. But the truth is, is that that was a pass. He... Eli threw the pass and it didn't look sexy, but Eli scrambled, made a play happen, and beat the 16 and 0 Patriots in the Super Bowl. I'm not, I, listen, I'm on the fence. I, here, yeah. here look, look, and let's say this. Let's say this about Matt Ryan because I do think, I'm sorry, top 10 in TDs, top 10 in yards, everyone else is in the Super Bowl. Well, Matt Ryan is um he's right behind Eli in yards and TDs. They're both top 10. Eli is ninth in all-time TDs. So I do think if Eli gets in, um Matt Ryan certainly has an argument. Uh you yeah. know, but I, but again Eli hasn't beat with the hardware. So well, Joe Namath's stats are some of the worst ever. You know, and you can't like, look at that stuff. That's like looking at yeah, that's like looking at John Havlicek but, and stuff. But, but here's what I'm saying: the time that Eli played, he he did have a lot of yards. But the 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 whole NFL changed while his brother was there. His brother changed the NFL. He happened to benefit from that. You're gonna have so many guys in the next ten years retiring. He's not gonna be tenth. In in like ten years, he's gonna be like twentieth. Or it's going to be like 18th or something. You're going to have people who are going to come after him in the next 10 years because people are throwing like for like that 5, Yeah. So I, it's I, just, like, don't, I like that. Don't take the numbers. Don't take the numbers. But here's Matthew Stafford and Russell Wilson are creeping up the charts for right. Right. passing so touchdowns. Um, They're going to get there. Here's I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying, based on who who who's already been inducted, his numbers pass the eye test. 
Um, this did not pass the eye test. He threw 27 interceptions one season, and he has a total of 369 turnovers, which is more than touchdowns. Like Eli Manning, top 10 in, in passes completed, passing yards, and passing touchdowns. I mean... At the most important, at the most important position in the whole world, quarterback. I mean, <laughs> it's the hardest thing to play. Play for sixteen years, but that's the thing. If you suck and your name is Manning, you can play for sixteen years because he only had seven winning seasons out of sixteen. So it, it wasn't like he was crushing it. He was he was a five hundred quarterback during the regular season as well. So I mean, when, when you you add up everything together, I understand there's a case for him to be in, but not first ballot. Like. Is Philip Rivers a Hall of Famer? Ugh, he never got past the second round of the playoffs, man. I don't know. Yeah. About that. You know, like, yeah. so. Well, see, that supports your argument. It, it, like, the thing that gives I Eli, I think, the edge is just the hardware, and he does have it. And he had, he had no MVPs. He had no years where you said, like, that guy's the man. He got in there because he stuck around. It's like the guy who is like, you know, hangs around the pretty girl for a long time or the pretty girl who hangs around the hot guy for a long time. And then eventually they cycle through all the boyfriends or girlfriends and then they're left with them. That's Eli. He's just there for 16 years. And look at Daniel Jones replaced him. Daniel Jones is Eli Manning too. And he is, fum or not yet, but fumbling, intercepting. Uh, maybe he makes a comeback this year. Uh, but if Daniel Jones is as good as Eli Manning, the Giants are going to be a formidable opponent. That's the thing. Eli Manning, you can't say he's a bad quarterback. We don't know. Daniel Jones is like, he, this might be his last year of quarterbacking. So that's, that's fire. If he doesn't do well this year, they're they're going to figure out somebody yeah. else. I they mean, could make a trade for Deshaun Watson. You know what I'm saying? That'd be great. I, I, if I was them, I would. But I mean, you can say what you want, but he is a two time Super Bowl MVP. Okay. And I, you know, I, I, I'm I like listening to both sides of the argument. I I saw you tweet out that, uh, you know, you you completely disagreed with Mike Greenberg's take, and it was funny because I liked your points, but I, Mike Greenberg is probably the person who kind of influenced me. So I watched that tweet, and then I saw your re rebuttal to it, and it just got me on the fence with it. So. Mm, mm. Well, I, well, we'll table this for now. We'll let the rest of the, the internet burn this one down tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's what I'm going to burn down for you real quick. Two highlights from training camp I thought were meaningful that we should just kind of see. If you haven't seen them, uh, we're on YouTube. Check us out, please. Follow us at the Fancy Millionaires on YouTube. Put in the Fancy Millionaires into YouTube. You will find us. It's pretty simple, right? Okay, so this is a scrimmage, a, a dual scrimmage between the Los Angeles Rams and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, here up in the, in the upper frame here, we've got our guy C.D. Lamb. Over here is number five, Jalen Ramsey. So most people have seen this, but if you haven't and Mike hasn't, I want to be the one to show it to you. So let's watch it now. Man. Where's Jalen Ramsey when you need him? I, I, what happened to him? I, I don't understand. Like, where, where did he go? And it was right there. You see that little move he made with his feet where he went one uh -huh. way with his body and he turned with his feet? He's stepping back across Jalen Ramsey. They almost trip each other. That's how mm -hmm. that's ballerina he is. Jalen Ramsey has his body turned the exact wrong way. As soon as CeeDee Lamb saw where his body was, he knew exactly what he was going to do to this all-pro. And wh where is he? I don't even see him. He's nowhere for like three seconds. And I know it's a scrimmage. I know people are going to say it's, it's not real. But I'll say uh, CeeDee Lamb looks like the truth. He just does. He looks like the Dude, truth. Dude, I'm with you, man. Adjust your ranks, bro. Yeah, adjust your ranks, please. Seriously. Yeah. 
Yeah, adjust your ranks. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we wanted to share this one too. This is Aaron Donald versus what what's the lineman's name? Is it McConnor? McConnell. Let me let me go back. Let's check and see. Uh Aaron Donald versus Connor Williams. Connor Williams. This okay. Is also at that same practice, we're kind of sticking with two of the, you know, the the hot events that happened, and they both happened at this event. So let's take a look. There's Aaron Donald right there in front of your screen. It's going up against him. They got the pads raised. They're pushing. They're still holding on to each other. They're shoving. They're throwing. They're grabbing. They're flipping each other. That was a judo throw there by Williams. That yeah. Was yeah. That was nice. Yeah, the, the internet, the internet went crazy on this because everyone was like, it's 2021 and, and you're choosing to fight Aaron Donald. Like, like what a moron you are from, for trying to fight Aaron Donald. And I get it. Except for the fact this guy Watch beats him, him up. Watch like, him. He's got yeah, him. He beats him up. Aaron, Aaron Donald's holding his face mask. Right. And so yeah. he's got his legs over his, his body, over his knees. You never want to be, if you're in a fight, you don't want your face to be that far over your knees. It means you have no control over where your head is going next. And so he takes him. He's like, oh, yeah, watch this, bro. Does a nice little turn move and slams his head on the ground. Are you kidding? Ooh. And then, yeah, okay. Then he Aaron gets, Donald gets back up real head, quick, though. Puts him in a headlock. Puts him in a chokehold. I got to tell you, man, I got to score that one for Williams. Williams. Me too. W. Sorry, Aaron Donald. Don't come and punch me in the face or anything. Uh, yeah. Or, or do come punch me in the face. Please punch me in the face so I can be a millionaire the rest of my life. I, I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Actually, no, I don't want to. Uh, but seriously, this doesn't, if this doesn't get your blood, like just like oh, yeah. boiling for football, I'm sorry. You, please turn off the podcast. Go get help mm -hmm. right now. Stop it. This is what we're mm -hmm. here for. This is what we love. And this is what you love. This is what, you know, Bethany and Brad and Bo and all our friends love. So uh, we had to bring it to you. Uh, and we're going to bring you something else today, too, which I'm excited about. Uh, the last couple of weeks, we've been breaking down uh, Fantasy Pros ADP uh, rounds one through five, right? We've talked about who we like, guys we're fading, guys we're going to, you know, we think are, are at a value or neutral, as you've been sharing. Guys, so you, yeah, they're right in the right spot. We're going to take a look today at rounds six through seven. We got all the characters. Now, here's the only thing. Because of freaking Michael Thomas falling, he has pushed, he has pushed Jamar Chase down into this round and Aaron Aaron Rodgers at the same time it's gone up right so Aaron Rodgers is technically above Jamar Chase but I left Jamar Chase where we we had him last week and we're just going to jump in with Aaron Rodgers they've kind of flip-flopped a little bit don't be uh you know don't get your panties in a bunch boys right yeah. and, and, and all we all we're doing here is we're giving you the fantasy millionaires thumb up if we're just uh, like smash that adp thumb down you know fade that adp or neutral that's how we're we're moving through these rounds on the adp we're just we're giving you our our hot takes yes yeah uh so we this segment is the fantasy millionaires round six through seven it is brought to you by underdog go to underdog right now and deposit as little as ten dollars and you can get a 25 dollar credit uh to go play in best ball mania 2 to go play in the puppy 2 or or what i love and i won 10 bucks i i 10 times my money last week mike on a uh, rivals pick them bet they've got two different fun little ways to kind of uh put your money where your mouth is pick them where you can pick the over under on players and then rivals you do the same thing but you're saying who's going to score more or who's going to be getting more yards whatever it is so uh, that's a fun thing that you can do all season long on underdog they've already rolled it out for preseason go play go play i, I turned one dollar into ten 
Uh, I could have turned it into 20. Uh, so it, it is just awesome. You put $100 in and that $100, you know, turns into 2000 if you hit that. So uh, yeah, I'm just saying it's a great thing to do. Make sure you use promo code NIMBLE when you get in there and send us a DM or send us a message on Twitter that says, yo, Scott, Mike, Cash, Stacks, jump in a tournament with me right now. We will be there in lickety split time. We'll jump in. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We love it. So please do that. All right, Michael, why don't you uh, take us away here? I'm, I'm going to see if I can maneuver over here and and, and start. I can't see the screen anymore because my, my computer's a little uh, wonky these days. So if anybody jumps in there and I, I need to go back, you let me know. Uh, we're gonna, we're so we're here. starting out with uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, and, and we're moving him up uh to to you know this this set of rounds to talk about because like you said jamar chase so so here here here's here's the thing i'm still just adjusting to this aaron Rodgers news so i'm just gonna give you a, a hot take um big thumb up at this adp uh he's gonna get higher he's gonna get higher right yeah, i mean here's the thing dude hard. He's not he was the number. One, he was the number one quarterback last year. He's the number Allen. one quarterback. Josh Allen was the number one quarterback. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, depending on how you score it. In our, in our, right. It's it's yeah. just depending on scoring. In, in most leagues, he was number two. In most, we have, in, we have uh, uh, the way we score it in the BFFs. He was number one. Yeah, well, because no. we got special bonuses for you know throwing over four hundred yards, three hundred yards, all those extra one, two, three points they add up at the. You know, we have a little DraftKings has a, a, a bonus if you get over 100 yards receiving, 100 yards, uh, you know, or 200 yards. We do the same thing, but it escalates. So if you get big, big games, you get even more points. Like I think one game last four, four years ago against me, Tag Gurley scored like 73 points or something like that. So you know, it, it does get wild in our league. I agree. So uh, Here, but I mean, I mean, he's top three. He's a top three quarterback, and he's going eight right now. That's wild. Yeah. Um. And he, I, I, I'm surprised that Deshaun Watson. I would have thought it would have been Aaron Rodgers, regardless. I wouldn't have thought our scoring would have made that big a difference because um, he had 48 touchdown passes that he threw last year. Yeah. So That's I'm surprised good. that okay. our scoring is that different because Aaron Rodgers last year was a, a man possessed. He signs a one year deal. Yeah. You, you you don't think it's now the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers like that is that's what they should just rename it dude like he's in charge he he played chicken with them he owns that team he owns that organization if they are in the same situation this year they will be going for it on fourth down oh, Matt LaFleur yeah. is not he's, yeah, he's looking at Matt LaFleur now he's like look at me look at me I am the captain now <laughs> No, I agree. And you know what? This is a smash. So let's yeah. just say that fancy millionaires are probably going to rank him in the top five of quarterbacks when we get our mm -hmm. consensus out in about two weeks. So we'll put it that way. All right. Uh, next up, somebody who uh, you know, we have the athleticism on display here in, in the picture. Uh, by the way, we love doing videos for all these guys, but YouTube did not appreciate our videos. So we needed to not do videos. So sorry, I got the stills, but I tried to pick some good stills, some thumbnails of memorable moments that make us really. Uh, we, this is why we like. Brandon Ayuk, his athleticism. He is a physical freak. His ability to make the uh, space in, uh, he created this space right here by jumping over a man. I mean, that's just ridiculous. So uh, what do you think about Brandon Ayuk right on that, that edge of wide receiver three? 
technically right. he's still kind of that wide receiver too. Uh, you know, I think they say he'd go to 26 anyway, if you're kind of being broad and that it's flexible, but right there on the edge, do you like him as a wide receiver three this year? Uh, so I'm neutral. Uh, I, 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 it's not a, it's not a big smash for me. What's the, what's the holdup? Um, it's just, I, I, I'm neutral. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't love it. I don't hate it. You know, like I think he is. Would you grab him? Would you? Would you yes, yes. It's if it, it, this is this is one of those things now where you're like you're looking at your team. You're in the sixth round. Um, you know where? What are you strong in? What you know? Have you got your running back squared away? Um, he's a he's a an awesome flex, and yeah, like. He has he's high end wide receiver three. So I mean, and that's what he's being ADP'd at. Right. I think he's in the right spot. I, I think you're not getting so much value there for him. He, you're paying up for right. him, but I think that's where he finishes in that you know wide receiver, you know, twenty five range, twenty two. You're neutral. Yeah, I'm neutral. It's, too. it's a neutral. Like, it depends on how I built my squad out. Honestly, exactly. If I'm if I'm in need of a high end upside wide receiver, I'm going to be drafting a couple guys. Um, that's that's how all of this is now. With right. all of these guys, it's it's like there's there's some smashes in here that we're we're coming up on, um, but um, for him, I'm neutral. Right. I'm gonna say this too. I was talking about this uh, with you, and uh, you know, I've talked about it with Matt Harmon too. The the ADP is more accurate this year, I think, for wide receivers than it has been in a while. Uh, wide receiver two theory last year was a smash. It was easy. I'm not saying it was easy, but Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf. You know, Brandon Cook, CeeDee Lamb, Deontay Johnson, Justin Jefferson, Tyler Boyd. It was not hard. All of those players, CeeDee Lamb was in the 30s last year, you know, and, and now he's being drafted as a wide receiver 10, 8, 9, 11, whatever in that range. Like, so it's caught up. We've, we've caught up. We figured it out. We've got the new blueprint. So there are people who are going to be values, but it's a little tighter this year. I'll just be honest with you. It's a little bit tighter. I think that the, the community in general is more educated. So, uh, uh, we'll talk about wide receivers again in a second, but James Robinson, RB24. Uh, what do you think about this breakout back from last year? Came off of the streets, undrafted free agent, one of the best seasons for a free agent rookie that's just come out of nowhere ever. Uh, now he's being drafted as a back end RB2. Can he be trusted there for you? Would you would you put your RB2 in his hands, or would you want to make sure you already had another RB2 and he was a flex for you? Um, you know, it's it, that that's a luxury. I'm, I'm again, he's somebody that I'm neutral with. It's kind of dependent on my squad. Um, he just played so good and he looked so good last year. You know, the, the big question mark is what does Urban Meyer do with the offense? How does Travis Etienne, 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 <laughs> how does he fit into it? How do they? You know what? What how, you know? What type of role is he going to have in that offense? Um, and you know, based on you know college evaluation, he's the more talented running back. But James Robinson is the more talented NFL running back as of now. So uh, I'm just neutral. I think he's. Um, uh, I I think his his ceiling might have been last season. Um, so he fits, he fits into, you know, um, low end RB two good flex for me. Yeah. And, and what I would do, uh, with this is just 
you know, if he falls, I've seen him fall to the seventh, eighth, ninth rounds. I would not draft him here myself. I would just let him come back to me. If he's going to, if he's meant to be, if he's, if the love of my life is supposed to be James Robinson, he will come back. I trust that. So I'm not going to sweat him. Uh, speaking of not sweating and actually his ADP is falling uh, a little bit injured. Kenny Galladay, uh, wide receiver 26, a wide receiver three squarely kind of right at that edge of wide receiver three. Um, are you buying into Daniel Jones? We just talked about, you know, Eli and, and if, if, if Daniel Jones could do something is Kenny Galladay, somebody that you're neutral on up down, where's that for you? So this would be a smash for me. I am. Um, so what he's got like a leg injury or something like that. What's the injury? Um, you know, I, I should know this. I'm a fantasy millionaire. Uh, I do not. Um, yeah, I, I, I I'm, I'm just seeing, I, yeah, I'll I mean, I'm up. just seeing he's, he's got a leg injury. I don't, uh, if Galladay is sidelined for an extended period, it would be a serious setback for the team. He also struggled with a hamstring injury last season. So, um, you know, honestly, it's de developing for me. Let's say Kenny Galladay is ready for week one. Big smash for me here. Yeah, if he, if he is active and he's the wide receiver one ready to roll for that team, then yeah, I love him. Yeah, I, I, I like, I like the, these are the kind of guys that I like to draft on my team. 6'4", 215, 220-pound wide receivers. Downfield, air yards, great yeah. catch rate. He's a, he's a man. He's Babytron. Is what yeah, he's Babytron. He, 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 he's played in four NFL seasons, and he second season had over 1,000 yards, and then in 2019, he had almost 1,200 yards. So yeah. uh, I, I, whenever guys are getting over 1,100 yards as a football player, they're, they're – unbelievable football players and yep. for to get him as a wide receiver three if he's healthy i'll smash it but yep. again we have to keep our eye on the injury watch the injury and if it if it is something that lingers into the beginning of the season and he's just kind of not practicing this is the cheat code guys it, 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 some players don't practice all week and they play kenny galladay is not one of those guys right so i i would really look at at what the coaches are saying in practice, I always watch and listen to all the practice reports every week from every team. It's what I do for DFS. It's one of my DFS processes. So, yeah, keep an eye on training camp reports for Kenny Galladay. All right, jumping into a couple back-end or mid-round uh, you know, RB3s here uh, with, with potential upside and downside, too. Darrell Henderson, somebody who is, for me, really a smash at RB25, like a huge smash. Uh, and then Chase Edmonds, who is a thumbs down. I'm not drafting somebody who had five uh, carries inside the 10-yard line last year and didn't score any goal line touchdowns at all. So I'm, I'm out on Chase Edmonds. I'm in big time on Darrell Henderson. Where are you at on both these guys? Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a thumb up, not like crazy thumb up, but I'm a, I'm a thumb up. So that means I'm definitely going to take him here. Um for Darrell Henderson, and I am a, a thumb down, pretty solid thumb down on Chase Edmonds. So we're lined up pretty well here because, um, yeah, I mean that you know that Rams team made the playoffs last year, and he he's going to be a three down back. So I'm just still kind of 
want to look at Darrell Henderson before I like make up my mind on exactly where I'm going to personally draft him. But at this position, I'm definitely going to draft him. Uh, Chase Edmonds. Here, by the way. Yeah, not, I'm taking I'm taking the fade. Give me the fade on Chase Edmonds, dude. You got James Conner. Um Kyler and Murray. what's that? Kyler Murray's there. I mean exactly. Have, that's the of- that's what I was gonna say. It's Kyler Murray. It, it they don't get he he takes the touchdowns from all the running backs on that team. They get inside the five, he just runs it in. He, he Mario cheat codes it. He does a little like eight, yeah, eight, right, left, right. Was it contra? Yeah, no, com- completely. Um yeah, I'm with you. Uh, fading Chase Edmonds. And you know what? I'm not alone. Other people are fading him too, which makes me feel good. There's like a bunch of fades out there on Chase Edmonds. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we have somebody who I've always faded. I've always faded. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. got a $2.1 million diamond tooth. Uh, shows you how smart he is. If I was on the football field with that dude, I would hit him so hard that I would be looking for that diamond tooth afterwards. And then if I hit him that hard and I, it popped out, I would never give it back to him. I would wreck that dude for that tooth. Everybody's going to go after him for the tooth. So I, I'm out. What do you think about Odell? Um, he's the biggest smash for me and in in, in everyone we're talking about tonight. He's so undervalued. Yeah. I. I how can you How can you not? Injuries. At- injuries. 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 He's gotten injured like three seasons. That's why. It's just injuries. That's it. That's it for me. He's super talented, but I'd rather have the guy next to him. Uh, He's been injured two seasons. Fine, fine. Two, two seasons. Two. I mean, seems like three because it's two seasons I didn't have him. Yeah, but every other season he's a thousand yard wide receiver with with you know thirteen hundred yard upside like that. In that offense, he's not. Stefanski runs the football. Stefanski wakes up every morning and he eats chunt for breakfast. And I didn't know what chunt was. I had no idea. Uh, it is a, a, a chub and a hunt sandwich. That's what he's thinking about. He's not. I mean, I know Odell has game breaking potential. Here's what yes. Odell. Yeah, he, here's what Odell Beckham's going to be for you. He's going to be boomer bust. He's going to be like uh, Deshaun. Yeah, Deshaun. No, no. Um, Deshaun Jackson a couple years ago when he would Mm-mm. be getting like thirty points, twenty points, two. One, 10, 30 points. That's what he's going to be this year. And so maybe if you can pick the right weeks, you can you can manage him. I'm just I'm looking at other players, particularly wide receiver 28, who's coming up. I'd rather get this other guy. I'll be reaching for wide receiver 28 instead of for Odell. That's just me, though. Yeah, I man, I I, I, I don't want to move off it because I just want to say his talent is so immense. And you saw it last year when he played. I mean, he. Uh, that guy is electric with the football in his first three seasons. You know, he was on pace to be the greatest wide receiver of all time. Like he was, he was, he was going to break Jerry Rice's records. So that's the level of talent that that guy has. Uh, you know, I think everyone has kind of had their headaches drafting him. He has been injured, uh, and because he's just been this wild man, but like, that's all in the past. And now he here he sits in the sixth round, and he could be your wide receiver three man up all day. Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wait because I'm gonna tell you who I'd rather have in just a second. Javante right. Javante Williams from Denver up here at RB twenty seven in front of Melvin Gordon already mm-hmm. being drafted ahead of Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon will be later in the in our round seven, I believe. What do you think? What have you heard about Javante Williams? Are you in? Are you out? I love him personally, and I would, I know I would definitely draft him here. 
Yeah. Okay. Why don't you spice it up for me? Because I, I I'll give you my take afterwards. Okay. Well, a few different things for me are working in his favor. One, you know, you you don't hear him saying he's quietly having a good camp. Uh, which I think if I say that, people have to drink Everclear. There's a guy on Twitter today I saw. I said if if if, if I see that or if I hear people say that, you know, quietly having a good camp, I have to drink shots. So I'm just going to say quietly having a good camp like six times and I'm going to send it to him tonight. <laughs> Better having do all these shots. Uh, he's not quietly having a good camp. He's out loud having a great camp. People are are, are raving about him in camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks like a, a three down back. He plays like a three down back. He, he can do. Uh, maybe not all the goal line work this year. I think Melvin Gordon's going to have some of that as well. I think they're going to rotate him in goal line. But uh, eventually, by the end of the season, Melvin Gordon is going to be done. And I don't think it's going to be one of those situations where they just use him up to, to use They're not. They, they're going to play Javante Williams a bunch. So I think he's a smash as an RB3. I think he's got RB2 upside. Maybe not right away. Maybe he's a flex in the beginning of the season. But by that, that week 8, week 10, dude is going to be the number one running back in Denver, barring an injury, and I want to have him. I want to have him for the stretch run, uh, and that's how I feel about Javante. Okay, okay. I'm actually just going neutral with him, so I'm on the fence like I am with Eli Manning. I, I'm, I'm. Uh, what are you worried about? What's got you not leaning my way? The Vic Fangio offense uh, and Melvin Gordon. Technical. Melvin Gordon, the coach and the scheme and the plays. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, not, like, I just I, I don't have strong feelings about this guy. Melvin Gordon is you're, you're, so, you're not you're dealing with someone who was one of the most elite running backs in the NFL while he's been playing. I, wait, 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 wait. I have to stop you there. I stop you. His rookie season is one of the worst rookie seasons from a, a high draft pick who actually played. He he was one of the worst in my metrics. Uh he averaged he averaged uh, half a point per touch, uh, and, and that's not good. That's like the worst ever. Whereas Alvin Kamara, uh, in, in my sample for my running backs, Alvin Kamara averaged 1.5 points per touch, three times, and he got way less carries than him. So uh, Melvin Gordon. And then, and then after his rookie season, he gets 10 touchdowns, eight touchdowns, 10 touchdowns, eight touchdowns, nine touchdowns last year. So Monte Williams is going to take three or four or five of those touchdowns. So no, think- I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, I'm not saying he won't. I'm just saying whenever there's, you know, I, I, I'm just giving you my thoughts. I'm neutral. I'm not saying he's not capable of it. Melvin Gordon's 28. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm you know, he's old. That's he's old in running back. So the, the argument is, is strong for what you're saying. Like, He's going to be the number. I agree with you 100%. He'll be the number one running back by the end of the season. That We agree on that. I just don't. I'm not going to reach for him, but I'm going to smash him at that spot. If I get him at that spot, I'm I'm going to get him. I'm going to be so pleased. I think he will fall because he is a rookie in our our BNF. By the way, I know if you're playing against industry people, which I do and you do all the time, all of these ADPs are inflated. They're just inflated because we are sharps. We know what we're, we well, – I haven't not known where everyone's ADP is since uh, February of 2020. Like, I didn't ever quit. I never stopped fantasy footballing, even during the whole offseason. You're always studying it. Our league mates do not do that. So I feel like we, we, we're a little bit ahead of them. Uh, hopefully they don't listen to this. Uh, shout out, Russ. Uh, shout out, Chris. Shout out Dan, the champ fish, uh, Blake, Josh, Joey, uh, I know Olson, uh, Marcus, you, me, who am I, who am I leaving off of this? Uh, you know, Ben, 
Uh, anybody else in the BFFs that I'm forgetting who they're going to be angry that I, I didn't uh, mention their name? All I know is the triple champ is coming for that ass this year. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, let's talk about uh, who I'm coming for this year and maybe the, the poster boy for wide receiver two theory this year. My my guy, Chase Claypool, uh, the the original, I think, honestly, the original Kyle Pitts. People thought he'd be a tight end coming out of, uh, of, of Notre Dame. He, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't become a tight end. Uh, he, he he became a wide receiver. And uh, this year, I think he has great potential. I, I'm not going to be reaching for him way, way early because he's being drafted here. But I'll definitely smash this ADP. And you'll get, I think, the wide receiver one on their team this year. Mm -hmm. And you're getting him as the wide receiver two. Hence the wide receiver two theory poster boy. Um, what do you think about Chase? You in, you out, you Deontay? You smash, smash it up, smash it up, dude. He he started six games last year. So, yeah, he started six games, had 873 receiving yards and nine TDs. Nice. And he, he didn't start becoming, a, a, you know, a focal point of that offense, you know, until a third of the season was done. The the, the training wheel, wheels are off on that guy. He He's definitely a perfect textbook wide receiver two candidate for the wide receiver two theory because Deontay Johnson is being drafted higher than him and he's going to be he's going to be wide receiver one on that team yeah I, I like it I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that too uh our boy next Tom, Tommy titles Brady Tom the goat Brady uh you know seven-time champion uh Tom Brady QB nine I love it. I think it's a good spot. I would draft him a little bit earlier um, if I needed to, if I was stacking, if I had a, a thing going. But I think this is right where he belongs, right in here. He's got huge touchdown upside. And I was talking with Adam Rank today. Shout out Adam Rank on uh, the Big Douglas show here in D.C. And you know he, he was he was you know pontificating about how uh, Bruce Arians does not like to run the football. He likes to throw the football. And guess what? Tom Brady's great at it. That's like what he freaking does. He's, he's the best. He's the GOAT. So this year, I do expect him to probably have 35 touchdowns. He's, you know, he had 40 last year. He's not falling off. You're What you're getting in Tom Brady and what you've seen, and I thought he was going to fall off. I'm bad, bad Scott, stupid Scott. He is not eating strawberries. He gets drunk once a year on a boat. He looks like he's right. 12. It's he. This guy is just living the life. I am all in on Tom Brady this year. I'll be picking him up here if if, if he's there. And I need a QB. What do you think about our boy Tommy Buns here? Uh, I'm with you, man. Like, um, you know, it's a it's it's a slight thumb up uh, for me, which means I'm I definitely will, will will you know it's for me it's it's again where where my team is and what I'm what I'm doing so far at this point, um, but. Uh, in the sixth round is definitely a good time to look for a quarterback. Uh, for me, that's when, um, you know, if, 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 if I feel confident about the rest of the guys, I'm definitely going to look for um, someone who's, you know, got top five QB potential. He does. He does. He yeah. had Scotty Miller as his uh, wide receiver three last year, and now he has Antonio Brown. And, and it's like, that wide receiver set is redonkulous, dude. Like yeah. Antonio Brown, dude. He's he he's Antonio Brown still. So right. I I I mean, you know, I I I think he's gonna, you know, like for all the reasons that you said, 
um, he's going to come back and be Tom Brady yet again. And last year, I faded him a, l- a little bit. I still, we still had him right around the same place for both of us. But I think both of us, we, he was more like a ninth round guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he just crushes ADP. And I, I mean, uh, what I think his his uh, his floor is 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 um, you know a. a it, it, it his floor is better here in Tampa Bay than any, you know, kind of low ball season he had as a New England Patriot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And uh, I would have rather have him this year than Russell Wilson. Honestly, I, me too. Russell Wilson has a couple weapons. This guy has got more weapons. He's got better. Mm-hmm. Weapons. I'm sorry. I think that the wide receivers on Tampa Bay, I'd rather have them. Maybe DK, DK is the best out of all of those, but I mean, Mike Evans. I mean, freaking Mike Evans. And then mm-hmm. Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown. So, yeah, I, this is a smash for me, too. So, all right. Uh, let's jump in. We're, we're nearing the end of this this round. We've got T. Higgins from Cincinnati as the wide receiver 29, and then Juju Smith-Schuster wide receiver 32 picks after his boy uh, Chase Claypool. What do you think about Higgins this year? I think he's a value here. He's second. He's a wide receiver too. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think, I think he's, I think he fits into wide receiver two theory. I know you're, um, you're looking at Tyler Boyd for that, but I think T. Higgins ends up being the wide receiver one on this team. Um, you know, I think Jamar Chase is is just being absurdly overvalued right now. So, um, for me, can can I say? uh, one thing about why I like Tyler, uh, I mean, um, Tyler Boyd, it's because he's his ADP so depressed, right? It's he's a wide receiver three who I think will be in that wide receiver two, uh, you know, discussion. He's not going to be as far back as he's being drafted. So even if he finishes as a wide receiver three, it'd be a lot closer to Jamar Chase and T Higgins than where he's being drafted. So I think, well, I, that's where I think it's going to go. I think it's going to go T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase. That's that's the pecking order, I think. So, um, for me, T. Higgins, thumb up. What What do you think about and and you know talking about like the the triplets uh, in Cincinnati? What about the triplets over in Pittsburgh? Juju Smith-Schuster, number thirty, in out on Juju. Uh, I know he finished really high in our league last year. Yeah, ninety seven receptions. Is that how many he had last year? I mean, homeboy was catching the football. You know. Yeah, yeah, one hundred twenty eight targets, ninety seven receptions. Um, the cuff folks just so you know i got the nimble with numbers in the brain now like i don't have a spreadsheet up all i can see on my screen is what you can see uh so yeah our boy did get a lot of catches do you think he gets that many targets this year or do you think the offense changes with Najee harrison uh i i i'm a i'm a big smash here for juju this is a, a last year i was one of the only people in the industry who was fading him hard and arguing with everybody and even helped convince you to back down on the juju um, wait, 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 you know, boss, I had Deontay Johnson as my wide receiver two theory poster boy last year. You he did. Was, he was in the beginning. I was. Fading. You did, but you, if you, if you go back and look at where you were putting him, I, I was the one who was saying you. I think you had him in the third round, Juju, last year. I was the one who said fifth round for Juju. No, no way. Let's go back. Yes. And Yes, go back and watch the tape, dude. I'm telling you, we argued about Juju last year. I remember people hopping on the feed talking about how stupid what I was saying was. And I was I was arguing based on what I'd seen that they were using him a lot to block. Like he's one of the best blocking wide receivers in the league. Yeah. So so 
for me to get him in the sixth round, big smash. That's that's where you know I I I think he's gonna outperform that. Like I think he's you know he's a fifth round draft pick. Like I think he'll he'll have the same type of season he had last year, which is a great season. I think he'll be here at wide receiver 30 instead of at like wide receiver 20 where he was last year, 21, 22, whatever it is. They're all in that, that like, you know, they're 12 points apart. I think he'll be further back this year. So I think it'll be Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster. I think the, the gap will be larger, maybe 20, 30 points, not 50 or 60 though. Yeah, definitely not 12. So maybe in the 20 to 30 range. So I'm not fading him, um, but I think I like T Higgins over him. If I'm between, if I'm choosing between the two, I think I'm going T Higgins in this one. I like um, T Higgins too because he's the wide receiver one, and I I think Claypool's the wide receiver one on that team. So I'd agree with that. All right, into the seventh round, we're going a little bit faster here. Not that these players don't matter. Uh, this is not brought to you by Fancy Pros. This is brought to you by Run the Sims. If you haven't gotten to Run the Sims, it's okay. Don't worry. August fifteenth is the magic date when they are going to be dropping some amazing content for DFS. Uh, but right now. You're lucky. This week, I'm going to be doing a series of pop-up podcasts, as we call them. Tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday, I'm going to be breaking down each day here. I'll jump on YouTube. I'll be on Twitter. I'll be talking. Mike, you're welcome to join as well. You know, you're always welcome to jump in. I'm going to be going over Thanks, sir. how to use the projections tool. I'm going to be talking about how to use the DFS optimizers and all the different tools in the DFS section. And then on Thursday, we're talking gambling, betting, wagering. And Maryland is quickly trying to get this in our hands and our mobile apps are passing laws. They're changing things. This is going to become a reality real soon for us. The Run the Sims betting tools over there, they're like guaranteed to make you money. He teaches you how to hedge, what exactly to put in. There's a hedge calculator that you can bet live odds of live stuff going on. But it's just, I love it, man. Like I'm going to be using this to make money. The Run the Sims is what it's designed for. It's designed for people who want to make money, right? That's what it's for. You you have an edge in, in all of these just because of the numbers. You're playing numbers. And this works, this is perfect with Nimble with Numbers. This is what I'm about. I love the data. I'm not just talking out of my ass. I sound like it, but I'm good at talking out of my ass. But I'm using numbers, and that's key. <laughs> that's key. It's all about the numbers. All right? You got to back up. Your, your talk with the stats. If you're just talking about you think Daniel Jones is the best because blah, 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 that's fine. You think Eli's this and that, that's fine. I don't like Eli because he threw 300. Oh, you didn't like Eli's stats though, bro. You were not, yeah. you're, then you were doing an eye test on him. <laughs> Here's the thing. There's, I shared my stats. There's, there's a plethora of stats. There's the fact that he, you know, uh, is 500. There's the fact that he, uh, has you know seven winning seasons. The fact that he was never uh, in the top five in passing, you know, for his, his team ever. All these things. But do you have other stats for you? I agree. I agree. Those are good stats. Those yeah. are good but, stats. And you know what? The three hundred sixty nine turnovers just gets my goat. Like that. Dude, That's a great stat. He's got. He's got forty four fourth quarter comeback tying drives or winning drives. It's it's one of the highest in the league. And I, and, and I thought about it. I was like, man, that's just remarkable, man. What a clutch guy. Yeah, he was. He was losing his team all these games. He was turning the football. He was fumbling the ball. And, and someone said to me, you know, uh, shout out Pat Thorman. Uh, somebody said, Pat Thorman, what do you think? Because I said, why is he why is he not a Hall of Famer? And I put his 500 record. And most people went for the 500 record. And Pat Thorman said, quarterback, win, quarterback wins and losses really isn't a thing. And I said, I agree with you. But 
his 369 turnovers impacted those wins and losses. Like you can't withdraw his experience from those games and say that it didn't matter. He lost his team a lot of games by turning the football over. That's how it works in football. I know this. I've been watching it for 37 years. So anyway, let's get into round seven. My credentials, I'll flop them around again later. Don't worry. <laughs> I always do. It's good to be back. This is this is getting great. I, this is the passion of football. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Paramount right now. I'm just so amped up. If you told me we'd play the Turkey Bowl tomorrow morning, I would be there. I would be knocking heads right now. I really would. This is great. Okay. Uh, your boy last year who sunk your battleship, bro, Raheem Moses. One of many players that sunk oh, my battleship. By the way, last year I got third in the BFS. Mike got 12th. He was last. And here's why he was last. His first picks were uh, Michael Thomas. Eh. Uh, second pick was Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Eh. Third pick was DJ Moore. Eh. Fourth pick was Raheem Mostert. Eh. Fifth pick was who? Michael Gallup. Eh. So that was no, your- oh, not okay. Michael Gallup. Sixth pick, I don't know. Uh, anyway, Raheem Mostert. Last year's trash is he this year's treasure? Uh, let me hear what you have to say about him first. You you spit on him first. I, I think that if he can stay healthy, that he is a tremendous value here. Mm-hmm. But I would not draft him without also drafting Trey Sermon. I think if mm-hmm. you're going to target any backfield uh, in the NFL, the two I would go after this year I have is, is the Ravens and the Niners. That's what I would do. I, I don't like handcuffs. Oh, sorry. And and then the Browns, too. Those are two, I've done that as well. Those are running backs that you can get at different levels. So you're Raheem Mostert here in the sixth, and then you go and get Trey Sermon maybe, or sorry, in the seventh, Trey Sermon in the eighth or ninth. And that's what I would do. Uh, but I would have that as a strategic plan the whole time, and I wouldn't luck box into it. I'd, I'd draft accordingly with other running backs that had high upside in the first round. So I had I wasn't relying on him as my RB2. I want him as my RB3. So I'd have to get two other RBs and in the seventh round be picking him as my RB3. That's kind of where I'd strategically do it. Uh, but you don't know if he's going to be around in your drafts. People overvalue, undervalue him. That's where I'm standing on him right now. If he's here, I think I'm going to get him and Trace Herman. What do you think? Yeah, I like that. That that's that that would be my strategy too. I remember last year watching uh, game one and watching him get mm, 30 points in our league. Fastest uh, one of the season, right? Um, no, that that might have been game two, where oh. on 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 eight carries he had almost 30 points in that game. And I remember just being like, I'm a genius. I told everyone to get Raheem Hostert. And then he was basically injured. Uh nothing for the rest of the season. He got hurt. He got hurt. An injury. Yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt. When he did come back in. Uh, there were some moments where, again, you would see him flash. Um, but Kyle Shanahan did kind of get away from using him. I, I, I'm, I am. Everyone is focusing in on his age, which is relevant. He's 29, but everyone forgets the fact that he hasn't. He really only played running back two for years. two seasons. He's yeah. he's just like one of these amazing like Disney movie stories of some guy who comes off the special team, uh, special teams and is now, um, was, you know, almost won them a Super Bowl. I mean, he, he was the driving factor in that San Francisco run to the Super Bowl. He, he was amazing. Yeah. So I, I, I think I don't, I, here, Hall of Famer? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think he is, uh, 
he is going to have big games, but I, I would totally adopt that strategy um, and make sure I had Sermon. And, um, you know, that backfield is always weird. He's there's there's he always kind of rides, uh, you know, a hot hand. But I bet you Raheem Mostert has big games this year. I agree. I agree. And I think Cal Shanahan uh, knows how to create space and he, he can when he gets a lane and he can get up speed, yeah, that's what you do. You get past people because you're going faster than them. So I, I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, I think something I don't like is Cortland Sutton. Uh, the, the, the reports out of camp are that he is laboring to recover from his injury 11 months out. Uh, he tore his ACL, I believe, as well. But he's not as uh, sure-footed, I think, is what the the, uh, the beat reporters were saying yet. Still trying to get his step in camp, I mean, maybe it's Locke and Bridgewater. I don't know. They're not great. You know, you don't have Aaron Rodgers throwing you the football. So there's not something we could be like, well, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. That guy's the problem. You know, so maybe it's a, a little bit of this and that. But I'm out on Cortland Sutton until I get reports from camp that he is assimilating into the offense and that he is able to kind of pick up where he was going towards. Uh, so right now he's a fade for me, but I'm open. I'm not changing my mind on any. Listen, by the way. When we say fades and, 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 and neutral, a second of information can change the whole landscape of fantasy football, folks. Uh, Cam Akers changed the landscape. Aaron Rodgers changed the landscape. This happens regularly during the preseason and during the regular season. The landscape gets changed all the time. Raheem Mostert coming out of nowhere, almost winning a Super Bowl for the Niners. Stay frosty. But Colton Sutton is somebody who I'm passing at wide receiver 31 right now. Okay, I'm I'm a big smash here. Uh, I'll see if I can uh, sway you. I I had not been hearing these reports in camp that you have been. So I've actually heard that he's looking great. So I guess we're getting different sources, different intel. Um, my main thing is that again, um, he tore his ACL last year in, in the first game. He's yeah. fine. Like there again, it's not an injury that um, you know, it's not like tearing your Achilles. Um he's six four, he's 215 to 220 pounds. These are the kind of guys I want on my football team. Uh he he had uh eleven hundred yards with with Drew Locke and Joe Flacco. He's he's he, he, Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl wide receiver that year. Um, he's he's elite, and I, I'll, I'm a I'm a big smash on Cortland Sutton. So you, you, you just said uh, elite and Joe Flacco back to back, but not in the same sentence. Uh, that's impressive. Um, mm -hmm. And right. and uh, I'll tell you what else is impressive is tomorrow uh, we have uh, Lindsay OK. Uh, from like man everywhere, she's been published, seen, heard. Uh, Deadspin, the NFL Network, uh, Ravens, uh, you know, Bleacher Report, uh, you name it, Fox Sports, uh, you know, Today, uh, Playboy. Like she's got published, she's everywhere. She's she's awesome. So she's coming on the fancy football hot stove Thursday. I can't do a show. I'll be flying to see my man Bo. I'll be in in his car probably, you know, enjoying California's heat and oppressive weather uh, on the way to his house to drink some beers, eat some pizza and hang out. So I can't have a show on Thursday. We moved it up to Tuesday. So you get a treat tomorrow. Uh, she is a class act. Really excited to have her on the show. We got great stories. 
uh, about her past and how she got to where she's going to be. So check us out. I had to drop it. I mean, after you put Flacco and Elite, that's the tease. That's she's she's all about Flacco and Elite. We're gonna get to the bottom of it too. Why does she think he's Elite? We want to know. We're gonna figure it out. So I like your points. You're swaying me, but I, I'm not changing my wide receiver two theory. Jerry Judy is in that joint. I love him. Okay. Here, I love this. This is cool. We got back-to-back Eagles being drafted, uh, you know, one after each other, interchangeably. Devonta Smith, two to three weeks. You know, he's got a little bit of an issue. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure it, it's be, it's going to be lingering right now. Uh, but what do you think about Dallas Goddard as tight end seven? This guy, look at him. He looks like a Thor hammer man. He looks great. Um, I, I, I do not want to waste a seventh round draft pick on someone who is going to be what? Yeah. Tight end seven. I mean, and they don't get you a lot of points. Not worth it. No, not worth it. He had what? Well, he had 500 receiving yards last year. He had three touchdowns. Whoopie doo. Whoopie doo. Yeah. Whoopie doo. Yeah. 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 I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not. I've got. Let me check how many shares of him on underdog I have. And this is this is authentic, folks. I'm going to show you my my shares here on my phone. Let's see what I got going on here. Um, because I don't think I have any. If, if I'm wrong, if I have any, please. I have some. I have I, some because he falls. I'll take him. I'll take him when he goes later than round seven. Some shares. I have some shares. Yeah, I'll uh, take him. I'll, I'll I'll definitely take him at round nine or ten for sure. I don't, but he won't I don't, go that high. He's he's too hyped. Yeah, he's too. Hyped. He won't fall that low. I mean, what a, what a great way to say it. He's too hyped. What mm-hmm. about Devontae Smith? Is he too hyped? Is Devontae Smith too hyped? Or right hyped? Yeah, I mean, I've, I th- I think he's, he's the best wide receiver in the draft class. Like we put, I think we both agreed that he has the better career out of everyone. Um, he's yeah. he, he's going to have a better career than Jamar Chase. Um, he's going to have a better career than Jalen Waddle. Uh, everyone has said the stuff I've read so far is that um, he is by far and away the best wide receiver on that football team it's not even close Mendes, yeah yeah so um you know an mcl sprain you know the guys that the guy's got he's got youth on his side Uh, i'll 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 thumb it up here for me i'm buying the dip i'm buying the dip and you know i'm gonna do when we go to the BFFs draft, if he's still kind of, you know, people know he's injured. I was going to say stuff like, man, I can't believe Devontae Smith is injured. That little tiny leg guy. I'm going to I'm gonna poison the well on him at the draft because I want that guy to fall to me. I want him to fall to me. Uh, yeah. for sure. So, all right. Uh, your boy Melvin Gordon. There he is. He looks good. He doesn't look like a, you know, trashy running back. What do you think about Melvin Gordon? 29, RB29. You think you're going to draft him to not finish the season? What do you think? Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm just, that's a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm neutral. I know I'm not getting him and on my teams. I'm not, he's going in the 11th round and underdog man. People are just, I mean, that's, I've gotten a few shares of the 12th round of Melvin Gordon. That's insane. Uh, in case, you know, somebody gets hurt. He just has the upside of, of being, you know, an RB two every week. If one of the, if, if Williams gets hurt, but, uh, still, uh, I don't think he's going to, get hurt so i'm not going to predict injuries i just think at the end of the season melvin gordon's not going to score the most points so i don't want him from from them he might be a good early season dfs play or somebody you 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 uh trade to the javante williams owner maybe do that maybe he, he gets a couple first good games in there and you go told you and you're like i'll trade him and then flip him get somebody good back so when his value diminishes and they're worried about the handcuff you know 
there you go. You got a little something. So that's my thought. Um, what about Michael Carter? This is the first uh, Jet that's been on here. Whoa, wow. The Jets have a player <laughs> on there. Well, it's freaking new, Jets. I think that the, the Tampa Bay Bucks have already had like three players. Um, you know, the Falcons have had two players. Yeah. Uh, People, people have had like whole teams that are on here already. Yeah. Pittsburgh has had four players. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, we're popping the Jets cherry here with Michael Carter on the board. Woo! Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, what do you like? I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I don't have a lot of thoughts on him either. Uh, it's the Jets. I just, yeah, I don't think their offense is going to be tremendous. They got a nice. Uh, Makai Becton is huge. I think he's in shape. He's going to be better. He was good, but he's going to be better next year. They drafted another tackle. Uh, maybe burn to guard, I think. But still, they're going to be better at, at, at running the football than they were last year. They've got a better running back tandem. Uh, Frank Gore is no longer there, I hope. I don't know if he's just lingering in the locker room waiting for someone to get a drink. <laughs> like, hey, Frank, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just cleaning out my locker, man. Like, didn't you do that last year? All old habits. I'm just cleaning out my locker, man. So uh, I'm. I, I think Michael Carter will fall. I'm not going to draft him here. I'm not drafting either of these guys here. I'm out on both of these. Yeah, guys. me neither. And and here's another guy I'm out on. Your boy Super Bowl Lenny, which you see him just butt planning one of the Packers here. What a, what a terrible picture. If I was, you know, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to paint this or draw this, and I'm going to send it to to Leonard Fournette. Because this is just humiliating. I love this. This is a great picture. Um, but RB31, Leonard Fournette, do you think he remains hot? Or does he cool back off and save it up for the Super Bowl again next year? Or this year, I guess. But. Um, Yeah, I, 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 I would say I'm just neutral. I, I think I would, I would draft him around here. It's, it, it's, again, it's just kind of dependent on how my team looks. But he... Um, he stole the starting job away. I, I I was shocked at how good Ronald Jones was last year. I just didn't know he was that good. So, um, it'll be an interesting backfield to watch. But Leonard Fournette, um, I think Tom Brady likes him better for pass protection. So I I, I I'm I'm just basically neutral here. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. Uh, I'm probably going to lean Ronald Jones just because he had a lot more rushing yards last year. He got more carries. Um, and I don't know if that's because, you know, Fournette just had to assimilate into the offense and then he picked it up. Um, he got injured, too. He was he he yeah. he didn't he didn't have a complete. I mean, he didn't really start getting going until the very end of the season. And then he just took over the team in the playoffs. So, well, Tom Brady took over the game script and he just right you know, and so that's why i think leonard fournette is has a lot of value uh, I'm, say I'm, I'm a little down on him because i've heard reports from people uh i was listening to a podcast and they were talking i, I don't know if it was underdog or who it was you know josh norris somebody was talking about how you know in the two-minute offense they're not going to have leonard fournette so a lot, a lot of little passes and stuff they're going to go into geo bernard now and that's you know if they really down, yeah they were just talking about how Gio Bernard's going to run and has been running a lot of their their you know, he's their third down scat back and then he's also their like two minute offense hurry up guy because he can just get it, dump off real quick out of the backfield. So I, I, that's the only thing I want to see. I want to see if that kind of remains. I'll believe it when I see it. I don't believe that. Okay, I'm telling you, it's a report I heard from training camp. I'm not saying I believe. No, it. I know. No, it's, it's good report. intel. 
appreciate the intel sir appreciate it i just that that's it's hard to believe that he's gonna take away time from either one of those guys ronald jones or the way the offensive packages will kind of roll out not trying it's possible but it's possible they might just be crushing people and not even need the two-minute offense. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, whoop-de-doo, you don't need it, you know? So, mm-hmm. not, so yeah, it could be a moot point. Uh, all right, I'll tell you somebody who I love a lot, uh, you know, Matthew Stafford. Uh, I watched one of the videos of him separating his shoulder. I don't know, you've probably seen the video when he gets crushed and his shoulder separated, and then they, they end up being able to put him back in the game or he puts himself back in the game and throws a touchdown to win the game, and then he runs off. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's epic. Um, he, he is, I think everybody's kind of darling this year. He's got top, mm-hmm. top five upside, you know, top, maybe six upside. And he's not a running quarterback, but he's got a plethora of wide receivers, uh, including, uh, I think his name is Jacob Harris. I'm going to get it wrong. I'll look into my own writing. I've done. Um, but he's got a six, five converted wide receiver into a tight end to go along with Higby, to go along with Deshaun Jackson, to go along with, uh, Atwell and to go along with. Uh, oh, some guy named uh, Cooper Cup and some other guy named Robert Woods. And then, you know, so I, there's a lot of, I think, passing that will happen in, in this uh, offense this year. So uh, I love him. What do you think of Stafford? You drafted him here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 um, I, I'm, my feelings are not quite as strong about him as yours, but they're along your lines. And I, you know, his floor is, you know, 4,000 passing yards, you know, um, right. so it's safe floor. Safe, right. A, a good quarterback, I, I think. And by the way, we're going to play in a guillotine league this year uh, where you, you one team gets eliminated each year. I think he'd be a great guillotine quarterback at his value. I think he really would. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And by the way, I got invited into a guillotine league by Paul Charchi and shout out Paul Charchi. And we had him on FF Hot Stove last week. And uh, like um, guys from the football guys are in there, Got guys from like, not like I mean, shout out Troy and Dave. I love, but like, like, like Joe is in there. <laughs> I mean, like the the football guys are in there. Like the the main guys, like a bunch of just awesome industry guys. And so it's just cool. It's cool to be in those, and you're gonna get one too. So I can't wait. Uh, let's talk about somebody who uh, you like. I know, uh, yeah, DJ Shark Junior. I don't leave off the juniors, folks. That's respect to the old man on on that one. I don't care about him being a junior, but his man's a senior, so you got to give him his due. Uh, what do you think about DJ Shark? Yeah, man, he fits into the uh, the Mike big Collins boys. That's big boys club, man. Yeah, yeah, I like the big boys. I like big boys. I like big boys that uh, that also run four three forties. Uh, so, um, I think a lot of people are fading him this year. Uh, not me. I, 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 I if, if he's around at this position, I'm definitely gonna take him. So, yeah, if I if I have three wide receivers that are better than him and he's you know my flex oh lord love it yeah i'm looking at my shares of dj shark i only have three so mm-hmm. i don't have a lot of dj shark to show you uh, a comparison uh elijah moore's got 39 gabe davis 30 so you know mm-hmm. as i go all right uh, i do like him i actually though i have uh lavisca chanel um finishing probably higher than him we'll see what happens i don't know this offense is going to be interesting to, to kind of predict. Uh, yeah it's going to be interesting that's a, the, 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 i'll tell you why i'm not fading him too is I, I i think trevor lawrence is going to be looking his direction like yeah. of course he's going to try and throw the the ball to somebody six four i want to see him stay healthy that's one thing you know um i think he can but that's mm-hmm. what i need 
I need the big guys to stay healthy. Uh, a theme for the big guys. They get dinged, you know, because they're they're mans. They're like they're like Julio Jones. He's up there like fighting safeties and linebackers and getting, you know, he's running, he's pounding his feet all the time. Yeah, I think Julio Jones just runs around stomping. That's why his feet are always hurt. You know, like just stop stomping, bro. All right. Uh, speaking of stomping, Noah Fant had a lot of potential last year. People did draft him. He, he, he played okay. At times he was injured. He was stomping around there. Uh, what do you think about Noah Fant? You paying up for another tight end? You're still fading the tight end. I'm still fading tight ends, but I ha- I I'm you like him ahead I'm, of Goddard, yeah, right? I like I like him ahead of Goddard. I do. I mean, it, they're in the same neighborhood for me, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm not going to waste my pick at this point on on a tight end. No, and, and here's the thing I just wanted to show you guys. We we have in a couple of picks, we've got a lot of Denver players, right? We've got in this round, there's four of them. I wanted you guys to see that theme: Cortland Sutton, Melvin Gordon, right? Noah Fant, and then the last one's Jerry Judy. I think out of all of these players, Jerry Judy has the highest upside. So when I'm buying into Jerry Judy, I'm, I'm buying somebody like Deshaun Jackson, somebody uh, you know like Odell Beckham, who is going to flash, but he's mm-hmm. also going to get shut out at times. He's not going to get shut out completely, but he's he's not going to deliver. He didn't do that last year. He was more boomer bust. Um, but I, I digress. I'll touch on him in a second. Robbie Anderson, all the way down here at wide receiver 34. I believe he finished as wide receiver 17 last year in PPR leagues in most right. areas. What, what do you think about him? Half of his value. He, he, they took his price from last year and they doubled it, which is crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just hate Sam Darnold like so much. I just think he's the worst. I know that they played together before, so they have a connection. Yeah. Um, I think because of that, he's the wide receiver one on that team. Um, uh, I think DJ Moore is a better Oh, wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. He had 66 receptions for almost 20 or almost 1200 yards. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. Right. That's the thing about Robbie Anderson. I'm just, I'm, I'm new. I'm neutral just because, um, you know, Sam Darnold is a completely different quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater was just throwing him the ball every single chance. He had 136 targets last year. Yeah. So, I agree. I think he gets more like 100, 110, you know, because Terrence right. Marshall, who's a great breakout rookie candidate, is going to be in the slot, which is his natural position, and he's going to feast in the slot, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think Robbie Anderson, I'll as get it. As much as he can feast off Sam Darnold, but yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? That might They might have to make a, a, a midseason trade for somebody, you know? Like, uh, no, they're not getting Aaron Rodgers. All right, uh, what do you think about Jerry Judy here? You, you snapping him up or are you passing on Judy? Yeah, I'll snap him up here for sure. Um, yes. You know, uh, I, I, I'm surprised that ADP has Cortland Sutton ahead of him. I do, um, but I'm surprised that ADP's agreeing with me. Um, I mean, Jerry Judy is is scary talented. Uh, he also had, you know, 112, 113 targets last year. So, uh he caught 50 of those balls. So um, that there's pretty big disparity there. Uh, but I, you, you saw him last year do things at times as a route runner that was totally showed why they spent the draft capital on him. Oh, it's yeah. just, again, I mean, to me, the idea that he he's going to, you know, 
be on that offense. It's just I, I don't like that offense. So I'm 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 I'll, I'll take him at this position. It's not I it, it's it's just basically neutral to slight thumb up for me. Okay, Bo is gonna put that in his box and he's gonna remember it. Mm-hmm. So don't let you know, don't let him get you. All right, what Bo think about him? Is he, he is he him. down? He loves 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 loves, loves yeah, yeah. He loves yeah. He's not a believer in Cortland Sutton at all. He would he would tell you like six different reasons why to fade him, but whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm in the middle. Uh, I I do like Judy though. All right, we're transitioning to three tweets. A little bit of a long show tonight, but you know what? Thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate everybody who tuned in at any point of the show. If you're on YouTube, please like, subscribe, smash all those things. If you're on Twitter, please give us a retweet. Tell people why you like our show. I think it's because of of, of the sunglasses. I know lots of people <laughs> really <laughs> because if you don't have a personality at all, which like you know people have really honed in on me now they know like i'm just like pff, nothing you know just like air up there you know i'm, I'm sexy is what i am <laughs> people know i got the jib but uh this guy has really got the freaking jib this guy this video mike if you've not seen it it's got fifty-two thousand views so where the hell have you been if you haven't seen it uh this is our guy jake tobridge who we just think is hilarious he's been on here him danny Doodle are some of our favorites that we feature uh pete overzet as well but he's kind of fading with the the emergence of, of this guy here uh you want to hear this have you seen this one yet is this new for you go ahead play oh. it up i've seen it i've seen oh. it oh okay go I'm, ahead this close your eyes by the way and uh, not if you're driving but close your eyes if you're listening to this right now and just listen who's talking right now i'm gonna close my eyes you, uh, you can't see i got sunglasses on. it is it is i love it i love fantasy football i play it all the time i'm obsessed with it but it's it's fucking weird and i have to acknowledge how weird it is you know we're playing this fake game that's just supposed to be fun right give you a little bit of juice on sundays while you're watching NFL, some more rooting interest, uh, maybe help you win a little bit of money. And people take this shit so serious. It's crazy. You know, you ever want to know somebody's true character? Send them an intentionally bad trade offer. <laughs> you will see the sweetest people have complete fucking meltdowns. Honestly. You can send just even a somewhat bad trade offer. These people who out in the real world are like the sweetest people. You know, they'll they'll help a grandma across the street <laughs> when they're already running late for a meeting. Meeting you know, without second thought. <laughs> but send them Tyler Boyd and Tyler Lockett for like one of their favorite running backs and watch them have a goddamn meltdown. <laughs> they'll post a Video response in your league chat, just so everybody's aware of of how bad the offer was and how personally they took it. I can't believe you insult, insult my intelligence like that. I've been in fantasy football for 10 years. I've never gotten an offer this bad. It's ridiculous. That same person, they'll send you like a, a passive-aggressive counter offer, you know? Like 12 guys they just picked up off the waivers that day. <laughs> yeah. You know, for like your star player. I had this. Like Pat Mahomes. For like a bunch of these Jags they just picked up. They had to drop actual good players <laughs> to get the bad enough players onto their team to send that offer. That fucking passive aggressive offer. <laughs> oh my God. It's funny. Oh. 
it is funny dude uh, he, he yeah yeah dude i i'm so sad that we're not going to the fantasy football expo this year he's totally somebody i would love to hang out with like oh yeah next year when we go i want to meet that dude that guy just seems like he's just the coolest dude man he's he's amazing at impressions and like that right there if you're a fantasy football nerd like we are that's the funniest thing in the world. Like, oh my God, Joe Bridge. <laughs> Listen, I, I gotta tell you, I'm moving up. Adjust your ranks, folks. Adjust your ranks. It's a great impression, and it's so fantasy football nerdy. I mean, it's perfect. Perfect. I've gotten those from Dan over in the BFFs. Yeah, oh, everybody gets them. That's why it's so good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it. I mean that that you know, if people in the world love fantasy football as much as we did, that should that should have a million views. You know, it's yeah, hilarious. Good. Yeah, Jake's the man. Hopefully, he can get. We have a guy here in D.C. named Danny Ruye who got featured on NBA Tonight with uh with uh Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith and Shaq, I think it was Kenny Smith there. I don't know. Shaq was there. Uh, and, and he can do the world's best Charles Barkley. Like, the best. The best. No one can do a better one. Even Frank Caliendo's is not as good. Shout out Frank Caliendo. Love that dude. He's the best voice guy of all time in my mind, Cal Caliendo is. Uh, but Danny Rui, a crush it. He got to go on. Jake Tobridge could meet Bill. He could meet Bill. He could talk to Bill. He could be talking eye-to-eye with Bill. He could do that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, that would be tremendous. Like, uh, no offense to any of these amazing analysts we know. Uh, we went golfing with Denny Carter the other day. Awesome. Bill Burr? Are you freaking kidding me? That guy's a, a god amongst men. I love that guy. So, uh, yeah. Right. Tobridge's Burr is nothing compared to Ruye's Barkley, though. Oh, but I know. Oh, I know. but still, I, what, I, what I love about it is it's good. It's good enough. Yeah. It's good enough, but like the Wait. content yeah. is hilarious. Oh, like God. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like, I mean, if if he was a stand-up comedian at, at the expo d doing doing that as his act for fantasy football nerds, I would be like, that's hilarious. That's so I'd funny. I'd go to that show immediately. Yeah. 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 All right. Here's your tweet. Uh, your tweet. Okay. Let me explain yeah. my tweet. Go for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so my tweet's not very fantasy related. Okay. No. So I don't know if anyone has been paying attention to Twitter lately. You know, we're Twitter heads. Maybe you didn't see this. We, we all have different timelines that tell us different things. My timeline the other day told me about all these celebs who don't shower. Ashton and then Cooper, Jake Gyllenhaal. There's yes. Jake Gyllenhaal. So you saw it. You yeah, saw it, right? I tweeted, I tweeted a picture of Jake Gyllenhaal and, and I, I tweeted the story out. Maybe you read it off my feed. I don't know. You know, no, it was all my news timeline, just dirty celebs. Like it was just boom. It, it just I, I, there was like the rock started weighing in, and then all these celebs started telling how much they did shower so they wouldn't get lumped in with the dirty celebs. So I'm just I'm scrolling through and I'm just finding all these, you know, really funny different things. This was my favorite thing because I don't know if this is true. And this one only has two likes. I'm one of the likes, but this person wrote. I was reading the thread about these celebs admitting to not bathing regularly and MFers started talking about pooping in the shower. <laughs> so 
So her Twitter, the threads she came across, because I was doing that. I was going through all the threads, and then I found her and this thread. Apparently, her thread led her into people talking about not how, not not about not bathing, just how they poop in the shower, and it just made me glad to be alive and that the internet exists. And and I love this tweet, so I thought, why not talk about it on three tweets? I, I think it's perfect. Uh, I like your tweet a lot. Uh, who do you think wins three tweets? Uh, you, you, you could have it, bro. I, I that, that that was a great one. Um, I'd already seen it. It didn't it didn't tickle my funny bone uh, because I'd already seen it and I was aware of it. But I, I think that that is just a, a very quality tweet by um, Master Jake Tobridge. So, yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to find my my tweet now. Uh, and I'm having trouble finding it. Uh, well, is- I have I have like a backup cutesy one if you need one. Um, uh, why you, well, why don't you send it over? Because I'm looking for mine right now. And it's just, I, I, guys, I got to tell you, my timeline is just overwhelmed with my own content. Not even anybody else's. I'm just looking at my own content and I can't find what I'm trying to find today. Uh, you, 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 go ahead. This is one's your- not funny. It's just crazy. It's just cool. I I don't know if you see it, okay. but it's uh, it's worth watching. It's it's just another one of these great things you see on the internet. They're playing catch. Yeah, they're playing catch with like a bottlenose dolphin. Oh my gosh! In the ocean, like they're throwing him like a football. Yeah, and it, like a dog, he's playing with these fishermen. Yeah, he's not afraid of them. It's like that's, a rugby ball. That's crazy. I'm I'm gonna look for my video while your video plays. That's this is a cool video. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah. Um. All right, you better pause it before YouTube gets mad at the oh, music. No. Oh no, we don't want to steal anyone's music. That's not appropriate. Yeah. We're not into stealing. Um, uh, I'm going to find my tweet and I'm going to read it here. Uh, maybe you guys will get to see it, but you'll get to hear it. It, it. it came from Michael Thomas today. Did you see what Michael Thomas said today? Uh, yeah, just something. You know, it was it was, it was again fit into the CD Carter uh, yeah. mold. A, yeah. a CD, I saw a CD Carter tweet. Please stop tagging me. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, he did. He said, please stop tagging me. It was very funny. Yeah. Um, I can't find it. I just, what I did is I tweeted what Michael Thomas said. Um, and you know, I should actually check Denny's feed. I think that's the, the smart way to do it. Um, let me do that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I said, is Denny Carter ever wrong? You know, and uh, I put his tweet next to, uh, there's Denny. So I think Denny retweeted mine. So, um let me see where he's at here. Hopefully, hopefully Denny Carter didn't tweet a lot today because that guy never. Yeah, tweeted. right. You know what I mean. So, um, but if I can get to it, I do think it was pretty funny. Yeah, there's the Michael Thomas one. Shows grinding to a halt. Yeah. Yeah, grinding. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Denny's got a lot of tweets, too, just like me. Yeah, I, I didn't think you were going to find it on his timeline. It's like that guy tweets more than you do. The only Yeah, but not more than Steffi Smalls. She, she tweets more than anybody does. That 
that we've I mean, decided. Jenny's pretty prolific, dude. Yeah, I, I still, I think, I think oh, here it is. This is my. He tweet. never logs out. Yeah, he never does. I, this is a tweet. I just said, uh, uh, when has Denny Carter ever been wrong? And we're going to go back to it. Typical QB tweet. Uh, love my teammates. God is good. Right. RB tweet. Keep grinding. Tight end tweet. Derp, which I just want to know what derp means. Like I didn't look yeah. it up, but I, it's it just like, like duh, or it's like, durr, like yeah, durr, Kittle, you know, just that, that's durr. that's yeah, so, which is hilarious. One of the funniest things on this tweet, by the way, really underplay the derp, right? But then, right, of course, uh, wide receiver tweet, uh, the enemy speaks kindly and holds a knife. Okay, so I, I, this might be the most perfect example of this ever, if not for A.J. Brown, uh, which we don't see anymore because he's been blocked. Uh, they tried to damage your reputation. So he's talking about himself in the third person. That's great. Uh, you save theirs by not telling your side of the story, really implicating that they're bad and you're good. This is perfect. This is perfect. It's I amazing. This is like, I told my wife this. My wife is like, okay, whatever, who cares? I don't think you understand, like, this is like incredible. Like this is like winning the lottery. This tweet here. Then he said it's what he's going to be remembered by. He says it's going to be on his tombstone. So I wanted to put it and just nail it in there because it's so freaking funny. Uh, and Denny Carter wins three tweets uh, for me. And this dude, uh, we went golfing with him, and uh, you know he's a great guy. We had a great time golfing. I'm really excited uh, to be able to go golfing with him again. And uh, we're gonna beat you. And Caleb this time, bro, we're coming for you, you know? Uh, and I want to say for the record during that golfing time that I got a birdie and I'm going to tell the story here and you can wait until the end and then you can trash the story. Wait till the end. This is my story. So I'm behind Caleb watching him. I'm suck at golf. I don't, I don't have a routine. I don't have a routine. That's the problem. I go up there. I do something different every time. Right? So I'm watching Caleb. He goes up on a, a, like 120 yard par three and he, he, he does three quick, uh, really pr like practice swings right next to his ball. And I'm just like, wow, man, like, yeah, like he's, he, he's, he's, and then he hits it the exact same way. And I was like, okay, so you really knew need to practice the exact same way. I'm, I'm just like trying to not divot the, the club when I practice swing. I'm just kind of afraid I'm going to do something bad. I'm not good at it. I'm not good at golf. So I'm going to, I'm like, I'm going to practice like him. So I, I, I do, I swing and the ball hits the edge of my club. It does. And the ball flies off the tee, goes like almost like a, if, if I'm here, it goes like a, a 90 degree angle. It was crazy, right? It, it could have hit somebody right, right next to me almost, right? And then you guys see me hit, and then you just take off and you take, you leave, right? You start the cart immediately. I turn around and start waving. You don't see me. You don't see me at all. Denny sees me. And I was like, that was a practice. That was a practice. I was a practice. And then you guys finally stop like a third of the way down driving. And I'm like, guys, I, it was an accident. And you're like, oh, it was an accident. Okay, okay. And then, then I crushed an amazing tee shot that landed about 15 feet from the hole. And then after that, I hit a great birdie putt that drained in like tigers, just down and boom. And then you tried to throw some shade on that birdie putt, so it was fake. But here's the thing. Not counting that shot off the tee, I hit it in two shots. I had one shot and then two. That was a practice right. swing malfunction. Just putting right. it out there. We're not Lee Trevino and Fuzzy Zeller playing for the Masters. We are just a bunch of bros out there having fun. Uh, it's my first birdie. I'm counting it. Uh, Denny counted it, and we won that hole. So that's the story. You can call me Trump and all that stuff now. That's fine. It, it's fine, man. Uh, I, I'll just say this. It was definitely a very cool par. Like, it was a very cool par three that you shot. Or chucker. It wouldn't even have it been was. a par. It would have been a, it would have been a bogey because I would have been dropping. 
So it no, was, no, uh, uh, I guess yeah. It was a mulligan. It was a great birdie with the mulligan. I'm not playing mulligan, so it was a great birdie. But on that note, uh, I would just say this has been a great show. I love all our shows. Thank you for checking it out. Bo, sorry I wasn't in the comments. I wasn't able to see the comments because the whole time I had my screen shared because my TV's not working, my computer's not working. Uh, I'm fighting viruses here. Um, but please do go check out my show with Adam Rank. Uh, I did that today on the, the Big Douglas show. Check that out. It's in my feed. I'll tweet it out again. Adam Rank's ridiculous. I want to have him on the show. He's awesome. He is making me LOL in there. He's he's great. Go check out the podcast. It's worth listening to uh, for him, not even for me. It's a short one, like 40 minutes, not long like ours. It's not like 180 minutes like ours. Um, but I, I'll say this also. Uh, this Friday, this Friday, we have on Chalk Block, we have Field Yates. My guy Field Yates is coming on. Shout out Bowman big time for, for grabbing him and getting him to come on. I'm going to be in California with Bo uh, enjoying uh, Casa de Bo. I am so excited to be hanging out with him and the fam, and uh, we're going to be doing that. So make, make it a priority to listen to that show. 11 p.m. on Friday. We will be live YouTube here on Twitter. It's going to be the shit. It's Field Yates. Also excited to announce, too, that I've partnered with Brian Jester from Occupy Fantasy. We're going to be rolling out some DFS optimizers all year long. It's going to be incredible this year. Run the Sims, uh, Underdog, Occupy Fantasy, uh, you know, Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We're taking over little by mm -hmm. little. Nimble with numbers. Bo's working for the Ball Blast team. Uh, he's working for IBT over there as well, official sponsor of their uh, their whole syndicate with his hot sauces. And by the way, you should definitely go to Hotbox. Or sorry, go get some Hotbox over at BigTimeFlavor.co. I remembered it, Bo. Uh, and then also BigTimeFlavorCo.com, all those kinds of things. Go get yourself some Hotbox. Get a bundle. Uh, we're going to be trying. I think we're making a, a batch while I'm there. I think it's one of the things we're going to do. We're going to make oh. some I know I'm gonna get to so do cool. it. Dude, I'm just so excited for this. Bo McBig time is the freaking man. I cannot he wait is. to hang out with him. I love him so much. I get to hug him. We're vaxxed. Don't worry. We're vaxxed and waxed, bros. We're gonna be good to go. So check us out. Follow Mike at uh the Ralph Macho on Twitter. I'm Nimble W Numbers. Check out the fantasymillionaires.com in a couple weeks when we drop our PDF. It's gonna cost you like two bucks or three bucks, but you know what? It goes to a good cost. It means that we can do more PDFs in the future, and then eventually we can get this bad boy rolling and we can become fancy millionaires. So uh look for that. Uh anything else we gotta gotta pump? No, man, I got nothing else. What do you think I'm gonna say? Uh, I think you're gonna say peace and love. Peace and love, bro. Yeah, peace and love. Peace and love, everybody. And uh, we'll see you guys next time on the Fantasy Millionaires. Peace.